0: Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So this is a message for my private clients alone. Thinner Circle, this is for you. Now I'm sharing this with you today um, in preparation for our forthcoming um, Dinner Circle meeting. So my desire is that you might listen to this in advance and maybe let, let God's word just minister to your heart and come to the meeting prepared for what God has revealed to you specific to your unique journey. All right, so I want to dive in. I'm going to give you a list of scriptures during this particular episode that I encourage you to look up. And I want to talk to you about the context of what I'm about to share with you through these scriptures. So, as you know, when you were, how do I want to say this? Before you were born again, you were still made in God's image. You are a three-part being, um, just like God is a three-part being, right? You know, he's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You are made in his image when you were born Of life, You know, as we were physically even born, he made us in his image in three parts. We have a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. We are also triune just as God is triune. And that's how we are. You know, that's a component of how we are made in his image. Now, here's the interesting thing. The Bible has been revealing to me over the course of these last many, many months that when we were born again, our spirit was born again, because a third of us in our transgressions, we were dead to God because of our sin nature. So our spirit is what was dead to God. And the Holy Spirit was doing everything to awaken us, to help us, to guide us and lead us, to wake us up so that we could be born again of the spirit. And what that means then is, you know, before God, We were born as sinners with a sin nature, a dominant sin nature. And that sin nature made us unable to be available to hear God and to receive his guidance. I hope this is really making sense because it's making sense in my head. (laughs) And in our sin nature, we were lost. We, you know, we needed a savior. We couldn't save ourselves because our sin nature was so powerful. Would you agree? And then we were born again. Some of us were born again at the age of five, at the age of you know 10. Some of us, if you're like me, you know I I don't even know. I, I guess it was in my late thirties, maybe early 40s. I don't I don't even know because I didn't know I needed to track it. I just changed <laughs> um, the minute I gave him my life, the minute I believed in him. But what happens when we're born again is that our spirit, is born again we're alive in the spirit available to god and we're available to god through his holy spirit and that is the hierarchy of power that we start to step into it's when we're born again that our spirit comes to fully to life that we're born in the spirit and we're able to commune with god's holy spirit and the holy spirit indwells us lives within us and we are therefore able to receive the the. The prompting and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is in direct communication with God, is God. And so that's where we're able to change. We're able to change things in our natural life. Meaning, all of a sudden, if you had a desire to cuss, you suddenly don't. You suddenly, you know, and it might not be sudden, sudden might be relative. It might be that your desire to cuss changed over a period of time your desire to, you know, if you were a child, to maybe shoplift something from a store, which I once did as a child, Um, your desire to, you know, be deceitful in those ways might suddenly just dissipate because your mind has been renewed. It's like a supernatural act of God, of his Holy Spirit living in you. And so you can see the transition. The old nature, the sinful nature was strong and confounded you when you were a triune being walking in your sin nature dead in the spirit essentially and then when you became alive in Christ you fully were <clears throat> made complete to the extent that you were able to walk in the fullness of how God created you to walk in this earth with him per his design communing and receiving and yielding to the holy spirit in your life <clears throat> and so things changed when you stepped into his divine nature. And that's what we're going to talk about is our old sin nature and our new divine nature and how to fully and completely activate that on another level as you're trying to lose weight. Because for a lot of us, what I see is we still practice our sin nature in the area of food because it's an area that we never previously saw as sinful. So we didn't course correct that area because we were... Uncertain how to do that, you know. Um, for a lot of us, when we were young, uh, food became uh, a part of our love language, if you will. Our moms and dads and aunts and uncles and grandparents might have loved us through food. And so, a component of love is something that we carry into our new, you know, Christian lives now. And we still accept and receive love. And a part of that love through our food is comfort. And peace and joy and celebration. And um, it starts to parlay into easy and immediacy. And you can see how it starts to become confusing because in our sin nature, we learned to run to food for things. But then as we stepped into our divine nature and our lives started to change, we still compartmentalized food because we we saw it separately from God, almost, because the world taught us that. The world showed us that it's okay to be a Christian and run to food for comfort and celebration, because the the church showed us. You know, when we celebrate life, we we celebrate with food. When we celebrate um, death, <laughs> we celebrate with food. And you know what I mean by celebrate. You know, we come together, and instead of really just showing us how. Sin is prevalent in our lives and it's difficult for us to see lustful desire with food because we're so used to just seeing and hearing lustful desires to only be in the area of sexual immorality when the truth is lustful desires penetrate above and beyond sexual immorality. It goes in the form of you know cravings and um, gluttony and being a sluggard and wanting things easy and and that relates into driving through restaurants and just you can see how it's all a slippery slope it's gray area it's never been black and white for a lot of us to see our old sin nature and who we were and how we were not alive fully to Christ and when we step into His divine nature how we are free from everything in our sin nature, but now that's also inclusive of the ways that we had made idols of food. We are also free from our rebellious nature that wanted to just do things that diets allowed us to do and to compartmentalize that and keep that away from our faith walk. God is saying to you right now, you are dead to sin because you know what sin is and you've identified it even in this area, and there might be other areas. And and when I say this area, I mean of weight loss. Um, God's pointing out to you today where your rebellious spirit is a part of your sin nature that is not welcome in this new divine nature, awakening and awareness component of your life, that you need to recognize the idols in your life. You need to recognize the pride in your life that is keeping you stuck in a house of bondage with old food stories. You need to recognize that, you know, through Christ, you can do all things. And that means getting rid of the things that you identify that God has been pointing out to you as sin in your life, even in weight loss. You need to get rid of the areas where gluttony still permeates, where easy is still something you worship. It's an idol where you're still going in your sin nature, walking toward the thing that gives you ease and comfort instead of going to God. He's the comforter. And so what I want to point out to you today, what the Holy Spirit prompted me to point out to you today is the fullness and completeness of what God did, of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, on the cross so that your sin nature, that you could be dead to it and alive to your new divine nature fully and completely, even in the area of weight loss. So after this quick commercial break, we're going to come back. I'm going to take a drink of water (laughs) and we're going to talk about some scriptures that will unpack this. And my, my prayer for you right now, beautiful, is that you will carve out the time to do this, that you will go through these scriptures, that you will be prayerful, that you will ask God to show you what he needs to show you, where there is a difference between where you were dead and lost in your transgressions, the ways that you were Unable to see, unable to hear, unable to know, because before you were hopelessly confused. And then when you stepped into your divine nature, where there was still confusion, because you needed to come to a time such as this to be fully awakened so that you can be set free, even in weight loss. We'll be right back. Hey you, really quick, I want you to know that if you are struggling to lose weight and you're looking to go deeper with God, then I encourage you to watch for and consider enrolling in the Seekers Method the next time it opens. It opens three times a year for enrollment in January, April, and September. Soon I will have a new version of the Seekers Method, which is available to you to subscribe to. Um, year round and it will have a companion workbook available. For more information, I would encourage you to go to sherrycapola.com and fill in the stay in the loop section where you'll give me your email address and I'll let you know when this is available. This and much, much more is coming along um, as far as workshops, all of these other things that are coming along. And when you subscribe to sherrycapola.com, you will be first in the know. But the other way that you can follow me, just so you know, is also through Facebook, YouTube, or even my Instagram account. You can find me either Sherry Capilla or you can find me at Coach Capilla. And that's literally the at sign Coach Capilla. But I want you to know that when I roll out new content, my podcast listeners, for being a subscriber, you will receive special discounts that you can only get while, because you're a podcast subscriber. All right, I've rambled enough. Now back to the show. Hey you and welcome back. All right, so now the first scripture that I'd like, scripture, um, set of scriptures I'd like you to go and read would be from the book of Ephesians. We're gonna go to Ephesians 4 and you're gonna read 17 through 32. I'd love for you to just write down Ephesians 4, 17 through 32 and then go and read that and then just make note of what stands out to you right now when you think about your old sin nature and your new divine nature i want you to read 417 through 32 and just make note of what stands out to you and then come right back to the podcast so if you're still listening or if you're just now coming back i'm going to share with you what stood out to me as i was reading those scriptures because there were things that it was almost as if the holy spirit was highlighting for me and it only came through me just journaling this because this was the Seeker's Method post of the day today in TSM. And it was just like the Spirit highlighted this for me. And I now know it's for you. So what stood out to me as I was reading Ephesians four seventeen through 32, is how the scripture says, no longer live as the Gentiles, as they are hopelessly confused. And I want to just park the car and think about your old life how when you were lost before you were fully at the point that you are right now in your divine nature, seeking God to the extent that you are right now, when you were lost, how you practiced everything and dieting and compartmentalized God. God was for church on Sunday and, and praying for family members and praying for traffic and all of the things, but God was not always a part of your weight loss journey necessarily. I don't want to speak for everybody, but you know what I mean. And so when you think about walking in your sin nature, even in food and how we, how we, you know, built lust of the flesh and walked in our flesh, even in weight loss. Do you feel like you were hopelessly confused? Like the word is speaking to me here. Live no longer as the Gentiles, as they are hopelessly confused. When I think about my weight loss journey and how I previously couldn't lose weight before God, I was hopelessly confused. I would think, okay, well, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing, you know, the way that you lose weight is, you know, how I lost weight in my 20s. I had low calorie. I had low fat. And when I did that, I was able to lose weight. But then when I was in my 30s, now all of a sudden I'm supposed to be keto and I'm supposed to count my calories and count points and weigh grams and do all of these things. And I was hopelessly confused and I perpetually diet hopped. And I struggled because I was weak in my flesh, dead in my spirit, but weak in my flesh, that I couldn't do what I wanted. And though I heard, maybe as I was born again, the Holy Spirit trying to say, don't eat that, I didn't know how to yield. I didn't know how to crucify that, that that fleshly desire and yield to the Spirit. Because, you know, the Holy Spirit wasn't going to guide me. That was just me talking, right? No, of course I'm not going to not eat that. I want to eat that. <laughs> Right, right. I'm already off track. So what stood out is how it, the scripture says, live no longer as the Gentiles, as they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are dark and they're wandering from, from the life that God gave them, oh, that God gave us. God, when we were born. God made us a three-part being in his image. He wanted us to have uh, his divine nature and to be free from all of these things and apply his divine nature and his truths and his promises and his strength and everything to all areas of our lives. But we were blind. We were wandering. Our minds were dark just like the Gentiles wandering from the life that God gave them. Ah, They going on with what stood out, they have closed their minds and hardened their own hearts. They hardened their own hearts against God. Think about that. Like there are com- there are boxes, there are compartments in our lives where we've hardened our hearts that God is going to alert us to, to free us, to soften our hearts, to allow God in so that we can get rid of the idols. Remember the idol test. You know it's an idol if you look at whatever it is that's keeping you stuck from doing what you think God is telling you to do by asking yourself, is this thing giving me everything I want and nothing I need? It's how we harden our hearts, how we start to worship our flesh, how we stop yielding to the Holy Spirit. So they have closed their minds and hardened their own hearts against God. They live for their own lustful pleasures and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. That's exactly how we were in our sinful nature. Like you could be on a diet, old you dieting you, dare I, well, I'm not going to name any program, um, you know, making the shakes, counting the points, doing all the things that that's all about all I'll say. We were, were living for our lustful pleasures. We would be on a diet. And though we were on a diet, we would live for the food pushers, right? <laughs> Mom's going to tell me, oh, I only make this pie for you once a year on Thanksgiving. And I'm going to believe her because I'm living for my lustful pleasure. You could have been seated at that table as a three-part being alive in the spirit as a Christian and given into the temptation of food from the food pusher because we would still have areas of our sinful nature because we didn't see cheating on our meal plan, stepping into the fullness of God's truth and promises for our lives in that area. We had compartmentalized our faith and God is telling you today to blow the lid off of the boxes where you have kept your faith, away from your food life because our food life is limiting him. I believe right now that the enemy does not want me telling you this because your food is keeping you in bondage. It's keeping you in mediocrity. It's keeping you from stepping completely and fully and truly into the fullness of what God needs you to do for his kingdom in this life. But the food is limiting your mind. It's it's putting a damper on your memory. It's keeping you stuck in your fat pants, believing and trusting your body, believing doubt, believing that you can't go out and minister to people. You can't go out and pray healing over to the woman in Walmart, sitting in her wheelchair, because the enemy wants you stuck in in the way that food can hamper your second gut in your belly. Food tethers us. God, and the enemy wants you tethered, to that scale he wants you believing in doubt and fear and disbelief and all of those things and i'm encouraging you right now to take the lid off and let god in let his divine nature permeate through all of these areas because our old selves our sin nature we lived for lustful pleasures and we eagerly practice every kind practiced hopefully every kind of impurity But that's not what Christ is about. The scripture goes on and says to us, so throw off that old nature. Open up these old boxes. When you moved into your divine nature, it's like you have all of the boxes from your old nature, your old residence, your old house in the basement. And he's saying, go to the basement, find those boxes, take the lid off of them. Unpack that old nature because it's impure and get rid of those things. They don't fit you anymore. Those are old clothes. You're not that person. You have a divine nature. You don't need those lustful, impure thoughts or practices or habits or foods anymore. He's saying be renewed in your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature. You are created to be like God. This is the divine nature. Everything I just shared with you is the old sinful nature defined. The new divine nature is that you, are cre- you were created to be like God, which means you were created in your new nature. <clears throat> you were created and then you stepped into this in your new nature, God's divine nature, to be righteous and holy. You can make <clears throat> right decisions by having right thoughts, and taking wrong thoughts captive. So when you are on your meal plan, and you are in that lunchroom, and you see that vending machine, the way that you be, the way to pursue righteousness and holiness, even in weight loss in that moment, is to look at that vending machine and know that it's not right. What is right is the salad you brought. What is right is you obeying the spirit when and yielding to the Spirit when the Spirit says, You're not hungry right now. You're just used to eating at this moment. When the Holy Spirit says to you, You're going to dinner where there's a, an expected food pusher. There's nothing wrong with that food pusher. pusher, pusher. <laughs> it's just that that food pusher doesn't understand that food is not love, food is not comfort, food is not joy. The world has taught us that. You're being set free through God's divine nature, awakening you in this area right now. You were created to be like God and righteous and holy. And God is saying to you right now that you can do this, but you don't do it through your old nature, which is your will. Instead, you do it through your new nature, your divine nature that is being born again and made alive in this area to say to you, I can yield to the Holy Spirit. I can do all things through Christ, even saying no to the food pusher. They're only going to be confused for a moment, but that's okay. Because maybe part of your destiny and journey is to awaken them in this area, awaken them in this area, and to tell them about the Seeker's Method or to tell them whatever you need to tell them in that moment. And to just say, you know, thank you, but I've already eaten. Because you know what? We don't live on food alone. It's not like you need to walk in and lie but you don't eat on food alone. If you're practicing different things that you're learning to practice in the seeker's method, you truly don't. God is our fullness. He's our food. He's our our nourishment. I'm off track. The other thing that stood out as I was reading this part of Ephesians 4 was how it says, scripture says, do not bring sorrow by how you live get rid of evil behavior. I want to talk about what evil behavior means and what evil even means because evil, a lot of us are confused by evil. Like we hear the word evil and we're like, well, you know, I'm not evil. Evil is not like malicious and, you know, vindictive and bad and all of these things. This is the biblical definition of evil. Evil is something that brings sorrow, distress, or misfortune. So when the scripture says, do not bring sorrow by how you live, get rid of evil behavior. Think about cheating on your meal plan. Even when you are cheating on your meal plan, are you then stepping into evil behavior? Does it bring you sorrow? Could it grieve the Holy Spirit? Does it bring you distress or misfortune a day or two later? I mean, think about your last cheat. When you drove to the grocery store and you bought what you bought or you remembered that it was your birthday and so you went on the bender, all of those things, they're not necessarily bad things, but that doesn't mean that they're good things for this time in your life, right? But did they truthfully bring you sorrow and distress or misfortune? Therefore, it could be inherently evil and an attack from the enemy because the enemy wants you stuck defeated, overwhelmed, perplexed, confused. All of the things that are familiar things from when you dieted, from when the enemy had a foothold, a stronghold on you. He had you captive in a house of bondage, perpetually seeking to lose weight instead of seeking to to gain God, to gain life, to find God. Am I right? Think about that. All right, so when we come back, I'm going to give you the rest of the scriptures and give you some commentary on it. Hey, you. Welcome back to this three-part series. I did not plan on that. <laughs> so the scriptures we're going to kind of unpack and walk through right now are, I'm going to give you, <clears throat> excuse me, Romans 6.6 6 and Romans 8.9. I'm also going to encourage you to look up and read Galatians 5.16-26 and Colossians 3, 3 through 8. All right, so Romans 6, 6. I'm not reading the scriptures. I encourage you to go and read the scriptures. I'm going to just share with you the impressions that the Holy Spirit made on my heart as I was reading them this morning. Romans 6, 6 tells us with regard to our divine nature and our, you know, putting off the old sin nature in this area of our lives even. Romans 6, 6 shared with me how We are no longer slaves to sin, but you need to recognize what is sin on your weight loss journey. And sin on your weight loss journey can be more than just food things. It can be habit things. It can be routine things. It can be, um, you know, belief things that you deserve to have cake on your birthday, you know, or that you, um, you know, that you don't need to yield to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit is telling you to clean your house, because that could be an area where it's, it's defeating you, you in your weight loss journey because you're constantly overwhelmed. Well, how am I going to meal prep this weekend? Because I need to clean. I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit is ministering to me. You guys know this. My house is being remodeled, which means every other day, depending on the contractor coming over, my kitchen gets completely wiped out and everything from my kitchen gets moved into the sitting room. And everything that we do and use the sitting room for then moves into my bedroom because that's now where the t- the, the kids are going to be watching TV because our living room is unavailable to them because there's everything is rolled up and the carpet's rolled up against the wall and the couch is pushed up. I mean, you get what I'm saying. You know, God is going to, God wants us to yield to the Holy Spirit because the Spirit knows what's best for us and that we're no longer slaves to sin. And where sin creeps in to our weight loss journey is where we start to seek comfort or push the easy button. There are many times where we start to do the things that we know we shouldn't do and we just lean into that because it's easy and comfortable. So I'm encouraging you to just pray at all times, asking God, you know what, God, my house is chaotic right now. Can I just get some rest? I need energy to do what I need to do so I can prep my meals. There have been many times, last night is an example, where in my state of overwhelm, where I knew I still needed to cook food, I was out of food for the entire week. God told me, just go sit down and close your eyes. And I literally just sat in the chair and listened to my husband talk to me while he installed hardwood floors, and I just lay, sat there while I was reclined in his recliner and I relaxed. And by the time I stood up, I had everything I needed to go and prep my meals. So my encouragement for you is to read Romans 6, 6 and to realize that you really are no longer a slave to sin. What is God pointing out to you right now? That is sin in your life. Maybe it's not inherently bad, but it's tripping you up. It's the thing that's tripping you up and weighing you down. The next scripture is Romans 8, 9. The impression I walked away as I read Romans 8, 9 with was no longer are you controlled by that sin, but you are controlled by the spirit of God living in you. My encouragement for you would be to be made to practice being more sensitive to the spirit's voice. And I have found that when you fast, you are made more sensitive to the spirit's prompting so that you can then be more obedient to yield. The next scripture is Galatians 5, 16 through 26. I encourage you to read it. This is what I walked away with. Let the Holy Spirit guide your life. This is how you stop living and doing life according to what sinful, what your old sinful nature craves. Sin nature wants to do evil. Remember, evil is not, you know, mean and growling remember it's just it's just basically destroying everything in your in its wake evil uh, where, where, where was i sin nature wants to do evil and destroy you know everything that's going on which is opposite of what the spirit wants the spirit gives you new desires opposite of what your sin nature gives you right you are not free to carry out your divine nature. You cannot step boldly into doing what God is coaching you to do, to yield to the Holy Spirit, to do your good intentions. When these two forces are fighting within you, when you feel your sin nature and your divine nature creeping up and you start to want to do that easy thing, that's when you escape and you pray. So when you are feeling that, you escape and you go pray for God to give you strength. Because when you are directed by the Spirit, that is when you will fully step into doing everything in the divine nature with greater ease. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy in the flesh. <laughs> you might have to do some things afraid. You might have to do things some things uncomfortably. You might have to do some things tired. But God is going to give you what you need if you go to Him. His Word tells us That when we come to him, when we're weak, he gives us power. When we feel powerless, he gives us strength. He'll renew our strength, but we have to go to him. And then we have to yield to what the spirit is telling us to do. We can't ignore our sinful nature and the byproduct of stepping into it. So to yield to the Holy Spirit, we must identify our sinful nature and where it still exists on our journey. And where it still exists is usually in the form of our habits and our routines and the things that we have that are our lustful pleasures, the things that we want to do, the way that we worship comfort and easy. And when we identify those things, we need to crucify them the way that Galatians 5.24 tells us to do. So if you want the fruits of the Spirit in your life, even in weight loss, you need to realize that this is a result of Christ's control. right from you walking fully into the divine nature that you have but that's from letting him be the lord of your life walking fully in his lordship when he controls your life and you are yielding to his holy spirit the fruits of the spirit begin to manifest in your life in every area supernaturally spontaneously from His divine nature. We receive them more fully and com- completely as we practice yielding. The last scripture that I want to share with you is Colossians 3, 3-8. through And this is what I walked away thinking and feeling in my spirit to share with you. If you want to be strong in the leading of the Spirit and yielding to His lead, then you must rid your life of all evil practices, of all of the things that cause you to trip up and that weigh you down from your dieters mentality in all of the areas. You must rid your life of all evil practices, the things from your old life where you practiced your sinful nature. So I want you to think about that. And I want you to ask yourself this question. What does it mean to put on my new nature in even in weight loss? What does that mean? Because the reality is, it, it should mean that your conduct should match. Your conduct right now as a Christian <clears throat> should match your faith. If you are a Christian, you should act like it fully and completely in your power and your authority and your strength in all areas. To be a, Christ, to be a Christian means more than just making all of these good decisions and plans and resolutions. And, and it means more than just having good intentions. It means taking right actions. That is how you walk in righteousness. This is a straightforward step that is really, truly as simple as putting on your clothes. You need to consciously do it slowly, one step at a time. You must rid yourself of all evil practices and immorality. God is taking you to a new height. He's making you stronger. There are things that no longer should be practiced or perceived anymore as a moral, acceptable thing for you to do. And when you do this, then you can commit yourself to do what it is that Christ is teaching you to do and asking you to yield to his spirit to do. So if you have made such a commitment to Christ, you need to ask yourself, am I remaining true to it and ask God to strengthen you and show you what you need to do in order to be righteous and holy in this season of your life so think about those old boxes from your sin nature your former life that are still in your house where you have where you're practicing your sin nature even in weight loss and unpack those boxes take the lids off and what clothes what weights From your sin nature living, what do you need to strip off? And I'm encouraging you to go deeper with God today. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's a routine. Maybe it's a thought pattern that you keep thinking through. Maybe it's a, it could be anything. I don't even want to go through speculating what it could be. My encouragement for you today is to just recognize what these scriptures are saying to us. We were dead before we are alive now. And in our new divine nature, we are dead to our old sin nature. You are free from whatever it is that is keeping you in a house of bondage. You just need to recognize that God needs you to more fully and completely get out of your comfort zone and step more directly into your divine nature where your power and authority exist, even in weight loss.